Nah, you don't. You don't. Curtis Metcalf, Fresh From My Fresh Podcast. At the vantage point. Once again with Dead Stock J. Yes, sir. Yeah, we got some things. We got some things to talk about, man. We can talk about this ongoing conversation. I mean, it's An everlasting conversation. Everlasting conversation, my guy. Between New York and the South and how things change with the fandom, things change with the music, uh, me being a Southerner, me being open, I can feel one side of the divide, you know, uh, the whole not listening to New the whole the whole growing up listening to rappers from New York and then once some rappers from the South get on you become fans of them and then push like you know you say run DMC or somebody like that is played out you know especially if like you're around you're around our age and then you know say that again I said, I don't think y'all boys from Mobile got the same leg to stand on as most cats that that's from the South or even from the Midwest. Like, I, I, I believe it's different. I, I don't think I don't think it's the same way because like when I listen to New Orleans music and stuff, like I hear a combined thing of everywhere. It sounds like Port City music. It sounds like this is on some bay ass shit. Like I know a Chinese person. <laughs> I know a black person. I know a white person. I have. Like, one of my friends is, is this person. One of my friends... It seems like I hear diversity when you live on the coast. And when you live in Mobile, you live on the coast. So, like, people can look at the South as the South, but when you live on the coast, the coast is something else. The coast is something else, and then... The coast is something else. With Mobile being built the way it is, it is something else. It's very, something else. very, very often, me and my colleagues say that Mobile is its own realm. It's its own land. Alabama tries to, the rest of the state tries to be like Mobile. How the hell did we even get on First 48 and like five people died? <laughs> they were like, what? You know what I'm saying? White folks were like, let's get on First 48 and make an example out of these niggas. Yeah. It ain't like a whole bunch of people died in Mobile. Nah. It ain't like people, it ain't like people. Dude, five get, niggas died on my block on some real shit. First 48 did not show up. <laughs> then okay, it's the it's the MTV aspect of it. As for I, I that's what I call it. What do you? I mean, all right. So so, do you think do you think that there's a real like train of thought of people people from the south believing that I don't know that folks that folks from up top from back in the days or whatnot like somebody my age I'm 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 40 in my 40. Mm-hmm. So somebody my age, like thinking that, oh, like we look down on people from the south, because that's the that's the way I always been treated, like for for the better part of my adulthood. Like y'all niggas think y'all better than us, like that type of shit. Like I always been that, that. that. That's it. That's exactly. It. That's exactly. It. That's exactly. Like you know, like we feel folks on the south feel like they have never been good enough. I think that shit is so sad because the only reason why they feel that way is because they never took their ass up there. It's that. It's definitely that. Yeah, cause if and it's spotted at best with that too. Yeah, I mean, cause if if you if you just stay your ass in the south, it's easy 
to look up and be like, man, them niggas on a different type of time. Why? Because nigga wear Timberlands in the summer. Yeah, you're right. I I was just at a beautiful <laughs> show the other day, and I had Timberlands on in the summer. But I also see, you know what I'm saying, bitches doing very, very terrible um, rocking Uggs, and they way hotter than Timberlands, man. And You know Timberland. what? The, the, proliferate, the proliferation of Ugg boots in anything besides the wintertime has been... Kid. It's been massive this year. Kid. I can rock construction boots in the summertime. Reason being is that construction workers have to rock well, construction in, boots in, in the summer. <laughs> All right, so I can do that, nigga. All right, in case anybody's wondering why New York niggas wear Timbs in the summer, it's because, nigga, when niggas is at work, that's what niggas do anyway. <laughs> and don't nobody say that shit about they good old homeboy that bring home a nice check and all that type of shit with his big, tall-ass, steel-toe boots on coming home from, <laughs> from fucking whatever welding job he got down this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, it's definitely welding. You're like, job. oh, I'm going to fuck that nigga. Yeah, you going to get that nigga some pussy because you saw his welding shoes and shit. Well, yeah. give me some pussy because you saw my toes. You saw the... He, Same difference. She saw the Austin uniform. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he okay with his. Yeah. I'm okay with mine. But been the marine <laughs> exactly. So like, but but when it when it comes to certain shit, I always just look at that shit and I just be like, if you go up there, you realize like folks be missing you. You don't be paying no attention to New York niggas. You think somebody looking down on you, but they missing you. They missing you. Like they want you to come up there and kick some of the shit that you talking about down here. See, that's why I say that that whole thing is spotty, and we should dissect it because. It's already been proven that New York people have relatives in the South. The whole Harlem from down South and Brooklyn and Brooklyn. Like me being from Queens, I could say a little bit different because most people from Queens are West Indians and stuff. You know, West Indians and from different different um, different paths and whatnot, man, from all over the world. But like I know for a fact, like in Brooklyn and and in um in Harlem. Bronx, um, even Staten Island, a lot of them folks, um, they they folks from Mississippi, man, from from Alabama, mostly from Alabama, Mississippi, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? They're mostly from Alabama, Mississippi. But what what would you expect, though? I mean, where the fuck you think all them people went? You think they, I mean, who the <laughs> Only niggas that live in Mobile now is... Like me is dumb enough to just run from Mobile and then go to Atlanta. Like, Whoa, really? say that again, man. That, yeah, like I'm just gonna run five hours away and still stay in one hour away time zone and some shit like that. <laughs> like, I, like I really left something and shit. You know <laughs> I ain't shit, nigga. I just went from one goddamn crack ass city to, to another, another crack ass city. city, and they both voted red. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. They, and so not nah, like. <laughs> Some people actually left Alabama, Mississippi, and was like, let me get the fuck away and it tried really, it all the way past Washington, D.C., all the way past Virginia, and all yeah. that type of shit. Got to Baltimore. Some of them got stuck in Baltimore, hence the wire, if you watch that shit. <laughs> That's why them niggas southern as fuck in Baltimore in the, in, in the hood. And then they left that shit, and then they got to Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York. Yeah. And that's what the fuck happened. And that's why, that's why niggas love me. Niggas love niggas love niggas in Philly, man, because niggas in Philly is some southern ass niggas. <laughs> it's some southern ass motherfuckers, dog. Straight up, because like you know, both of us are fans of the roots. Exactly. I know it's a lot of Philly MCs, uh, Steady B, uh, Bings, Freeway. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of dudes in Philly that uh, they 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 could pass 
they could pass for Southerners. You could you could feel you could feel the Scarface in their raps. You could feel yes, you, know you can. You could you could feel the goddamn the hardship in their raps that it, it wasn't a certain type of way. Like it's certain niggas that you could tell they had Southern, Southern family in their roots. And to be honest with you, this like I said, me growing up being West Indian, like, but my mom's being from Alabama. If I just grew up West Indian, I know what I I know what type of person I would be. I probably wouldn't even be fucking. With, I probably wouldn't even be talking to you right now, cause I cause that's just a a gated off community for most people. You understand what I'm saying? I just be dealing with a lot of my West Indian people, cause we'd be on that same type of time. But to be honest with you, most people in New York, man, they families from the south. So when a nigga come from the south and put them on game, niggas be ready for that shit. Niggas be using that little game to get them a little bitch that she likes southern niggas and all that type of shit. Like, no, ain't nobody hating on southern niggas up top, but so many people don't travel. And they lack of traveling makes them think that everybody else is thinking something else, and that's not even the fucking case. If, you're, if your main thought of, of niggas up top is what you see on, on like whatever 50 Cent is talking about or whatever Jay-Z is talking about and this, that, and the other, just know that Jay-Z, 50 Cent, and Nas and all them guys, them older guys, them niggas that's my age or, or a little bit older, all them niggas got Southern parents. I was about to say, and it's been detailed on songs and albums and movements that they have done that they were, like, before Jay-Z was major, he was making trips down to Miami and the Carolinas and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because that's where niggas at. I mean, come on, where where is niggas really like? For all people of, unfamiliar, for people unfamiliar, cats was going down to Atlanta like it wasn't that was a normal thing. That was good, yeah, going to Atlanta for like the uh, music seminars and all that. But and down in Miami, that was like for a while in Miami, that was the How Can I Be Down convention and stuff. So people had to travel down south where these things that weren't being held. In most, New York City. And, 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 most, and what most people don't realize, what most people don't really, I ain't going to say they don't realize, but just take a moment to think about is the fact that that's what uh, Martin Luther King did for Atlanta. You understand what I'm saying? Um, he allowed it so that there was places and, and areas and all that type of shit where black folks just felt like they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Like the HBCUs and all that type of stuff. Black young black people felt empowered of being in their own little section. It was it was basically cut off from the rest of the world. But you go to Clark, you go to Spelman, you do all that shit down there, and you can really really live your best life. Some of the best movies and best soundtracks. Spike Lee, man, shout out to that guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's Atlanta. That's Atlanta right there. But that's a Brooklyn dude. Yeah, a Brooklyn dude didn't go to NYU. Nope. He went to Morehouse, right? He went to Morehouse. Exactly, and that's that's where that's where he got that's where he learned what it was. You got to come down south to understand what what black culture is, but you got to go up top to understand what culture is and how important it is. Yeah, because how- because Harlem and uh, Brooklyn, they definitely you know the Bronx Queens, they definitely push the uh, knowledge of history of all things yeah. at the forefront. Know the difference. Know Cultural the difference. awareness. Know the difference between calling. Uh, a Korean person, a Chinese person. Know the difference when you see it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? No difference when you see a Japanese person versus a Chinese person. No difference. Just learn a little bit about culture enough to know 
that Chinese people speak like eight different languages and stuff. So it's not all the same thing. It's not all the same thing over here. And know, know that there's like five different types of Jews. Know that there's definitely damn some Muslims that's going to put their kufi on, but there's going to be some other Muslims that look like me and you that just got Timberlands on and just going to be on some real, real gangster shit. <laughs> like some real gangster shit. But they're going to pray five times. You got the love. The phone calls to interrupt your episode, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but all, all, both of those was important, and I think, yeah, both, both of those calls was important. Uh, I, I, I think we're gonna get into one. Yeah, they were both lively. They were both lively, and it, and it typifies the liveliness that's currently going on in Mobile right now. Like, we, we got, we got some, we got some rappers rapping right now. Yeah, rappers is rapping. Man. Rappers is rapping now. Rappers is rapping. Rappers is rapping. They, they ain't just dropping some projects to like that nobody listens to. They're not. They're not record dropping videos that's not doing numbers. Cats is actually back on some art stuff. Can and I, and, and, and I, I I really, really love it. Ask me any question, man. All right. Do you think that there's a correlation between a lot of their favorite rappers who have been dope over the past ten years or so? It seems like they all either been shot, put in jail, and all that type of stuff. You think that there's a, a generational switch as far as like folks trying to really, really get on their music type tip, like get on the hip hop type tip, or I mean, because that seems like that might be going on. It seems like younger cats are really, really trying to embrace more hip hop shit, trying to be a little bit more. Closer. Could I take you back a little bit? Sure. For for the answer to that question. When when Jay Z dropped Takeover, and Nas hit him back with the uh, Still Matter the mixtape version of Still Matter where he rapping over the paid him full, yeah, yeah, that one lit up real quick. Five breathe, five breathe beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that caught fire quick yeah. because of the nature of it, you know. Um, it didn't get to the potential. At least with them two, it didn't get to the it didn't get to it where it'd be nah, pot- yeah, a yeah. potentially volatile situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were just coming each other with the raps. Yeah. Yeah. They did go below the belt a few times, you know, and it was it was righteous cause for it. it no, no, no. The fan the fans definitely pumped it up because they had their favorites. Yeah, you had people who loved Takeover more than Ethan, and then you had people that loved, you know, Nas came back, cause you know that's that hard, you know dirt. Hit. You know, Nas, I always, I always felt like as a Nas fan, I always just felt like as long as Nas shit wasn't wet, then people were gonna take Nas side. Yeah, cause he the underdog in that situation. Good point. Good point. It would be something else if the records was whack. Yeah, but it wasn't. As long as it wasn't whack, you gonna take Nas side. Right. You know what I mean, right. Jay Z had to do so much to serve. For, for certain folks Like when you hear Like the takeover Like takeover That, that song right there Nasty Oh of course It's dope as hell But the whole point is Like how do you really Look at it Versus like yeah, Eat the Or like um, You know Foul breeze Or something like that Like how do you really Look at it Yeah you do uh, you... Like nah Every time this nigga Said something to Nas Nas came back like Yo I'm not whack And did a song That wasn't whack Yes And that's all he had to do and you know another thing people overlook about that is the songs 
that had references to the whole situation after. You know what you had Last Real Nigga Alive on Godson, and you had Blueprint 2 that was on uh, Blueprint 2, actually. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it went on and on. That's like uh, Street's Disciple. That's a joint. You know, this ain't ain't Jigga. This ain't 50. You know? Like, all right. So what it reminds me of is like a court case. Like, you don't have to prove that you're fucking innocent. You just got to prove that there's a reasonable doubt. Right? Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> you got to prove there's a reasonable doubt. And the reasonable doubt, Nines had the reasonable doubt. Regardless of the fact. Regardless of the fact. Jay-Z had to come with facts. And he had to kill that shit. Right. That's why, that's why Super Ugly was the way that it was. Yeah. Because he had to just try to dead this nigga. Like, try to make this nigga seem like the wackest nigga in history. Like, he a fucked nigga. Fucking his girl and doing all this type of shit. He can't do nothing about it. I'm Jay-Z, motherfucker. And that's the type of time he felt like he needed to be on for Super Ugly. Not realizing that, yo, being Super Ugly don't mean shit when half the bitches like knives and the other half of the niggas don't want you to win because they feel like you only winning because you got money because you want them niggas that be fucking hoes that you don't deserve to fuck. Like, niggas, like, like, motherfuckers don't realize this shit. Like, when you ugly and shit, like, on some real shit, like, niggas don't be your friends, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. They just like, oh, yeah, this nigga caked up. You can fuck all these fine ass bitches and shit. Meanwhile, I've been pretty my whole entire life. Pockets kind of flat and shit. And I ain't getting as much pussy as this ugly ass nigga because he got money. Yeah, niggas really don't be liking you for that shit, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Right. But niggas look at Nas, they be like, ah, oh, shit, I'm just gonna give me a fade. And. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm good. All I gotta do is be a smooth nigga. Nigga, stop acting like you more than what you are, nigga. You would never get no pussy if you didn't have no money, nigga. And some niggas would get pussy regardless whether they had money. And so Nas is like the everyman. That's the whole point. It seems different, but Nas is like the everyman. He like the nigga that you feel like, yo, as long as I can do that, I'm going to be straight. I'm going to have me a little fine chick. I'm going to have me a little nice, like, this nigga like, yo, I got to get super fucking paid or my shit finna be fucked up. Mm-hmm. And that's like the that's that's basically what what the whole entire goddamn game has always been about. Like for real, for real, just the have and the have nots. The niggas don't even understand why they have not. They basically have not from, I guess, the niggas actually goddamn started believing the narrative of what females were saying and shit, like how they was treating them and all that type of shit. But in all reality. All you had to do was just not fuck with them bitches. Like I wish niggas. I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm just I'm I'm just spouting too much knowledge. Was a bunch of bullshit, but this is really not bullshit. All you gotta do is just not fuck with them bitches, man. Bitches. <laughs> I mean, this all ties in. This all ties into the original question you asked me and what I started off this segment with. Um, should we even go? You know what? Let's go there. This whole Ali Kazam versus Zoo Vega thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the way that it's rolled. I feel like this is a worthy contest, worthy of viewing. We struck up some conversation. We struck up, yeah, it's like a real movement down here. Like, you know, Ali Kazam was on the Facebook post saying I'm the greatest. 
Yeah. <laughs> Saying I'm the greatest rapper ever. Yeah, which is a... That's a lofty... It's an invitation. Yeah. Further, it's a... It's an invitation for no other reason that others will disagree with you. Like, every rapper thinks they're the greatest until you put the work in. It's like, welcome to the party. And if you're going to show up, hopefully your outfit is fresh as mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, And if it ain't, if it ain't too bad for we're you. We're going to talk about your fucking outfit. <laughs> That's what we gonna do for the whole entire night. And the outfits, the outfits are the songs. Yeah. You've heard the songs. Exactly. Right. And, that, and that's what that is. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not no narrative to it. It's just that simple. It was a conversation. It was a conversation he started. It was a conversation he started. I'm the greatest. I mean, it's no different than it's no different than a man walking up and saying, "My bitch is better than yours." Right, and you got your girl with you, and I got my girl with me, and I'm like, my bitch is better than yours. I mean, if they willing to to compete with one another, just stand there and pose, and like, yeah, bitch, I'm okay. But if nine times out of ten, everybody knows subconsciously which bitch is better, they'll make their own, their own damn, they mind up. Yeah, they'll make their mind up off of that, they'll based off that- what's in front of. Yeah, the posing and all that type of shit ain't gonna do nothing. Nah, nah, nah. nah. It goes back to the outfit, right? The actual facts. The outfit, nigga. The yeah. actual facts. Like whoever whoever whoever's killing it is killing it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's the best you can do. All you can do is kill it. Like there's no there's no goddamn way around it and shit. So like I guess me and you both agree about that whole I'm, I'm the liveest nigga in, in, in the world type shit. Like, we agree that you should say that. There's no diplomacy about it. Ain't nothing diplomatic about it. It's the greatest. Then, they, whoever came to... before me, nope. They not dope as me. They're not as great as me. Exactly. And then you got to deal with it. You got to deal with the reality that you, you, that you said it, and then, and then there was somebody there that challenged you, which is, exactly. in this case, this is what happened. And we, gonna, we focusing on... The whole Ali versus Vega thing because Vega came up and said, you know, you don't, you know, you're not, you're not impressing me. Right. You right. can feel that way, but you don't impress me. And then Ali responds, either drop something or shut up about it. Right. Not verbatim, of course. I'm not, I'm not putting the words. States, I'm not putting words in a man mouth. We live in the United States. There are chili dog contests in this goddamn place. Chili glizzy. You know what I'm saying? Chili glizzies. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They got chili dog. They got chili glizzy. They got chili dog eat contest. You know what I'm saying? I'm just motherfucking. So if somebody... The gas. The goddamn... Actually, really, really... Sit there and try to make the best chili in the world. Try to make the best hot dog in the world. Whatever. Whatever the fuck. Whatever kind of bullshit-ass contest they got going on. If a person is willing to do that shit... And then somebody roll up to that contest... And say, man, I'll make the best fucking chili dogs in the whole motherfucking world. And everybody go around and taste that shit. And they're like, mm, yeah, they're pretty good. But I don't know if they're the best. Let me try the second one. Let me try the third one. Nigga, if you don't come in first, like, I really, really made the best shit in the world. All you do is go back home and try to find a better recipe, nigga. Do better. It's all the fuck you can do. Do something to the 
cook the hot dog the yeah, same, man. but make a better add some, add some seasoning to you the might chili. Or oh, you might on that shit or something. I don't know what the fuck you need to do, bro. You might need to throw that bitch in the air fryer. I'm not really sure what you need to do with that. Chop well, some purple onion. Use you know, Hebrew nationals, man. <laughs> Instead of ballparks. Instead of ballparks, <laughs> Go ahead and get your kosher hot dog. Get your kosher hot dog. But I'm saying, like, man, I, I hope they catch really, really understand that, like, being a better rapper than somebody is not an easy thing to do. But you actually got to listen to that person before you can even understand that shit. Right. Like, for real, for real. Like, you got to realize where they're coming from before you can say that. Because I can outrap anybody, but I have to listen to them before I outrap them. Just like deciding if if somebody if an artist is dope or whack to you, you got to listen to their music first. Yeah, I mean that shit like like a fight, man. If, if I know that when you, when you throw a punch, you, you always drop your left, then I know to hit you with the right every time you throw a jab because you drop your left, and that's my right hand right there hitting you in the fucking face. Like I have to know. Like what's your kind of movie? So I'm gonna listen to a, I'm gonna listen to an MC, and I'm gonna be like, yo, oh shit, this nigga rap like that. Oh, that's boring. Fuck that shit. I know how to I know how to do that down. I know how to fuck all over, all over that shit. I already know how to rap based off of how this nigga rap. Cause he, I'm gonna make it seem like he boring as fuck. Speaking of that, that's that's really that, hey, that's that goddamn quote. Um. The best way to make a nigga lose a fucking rap battle, man, is just make that nigga sound boring. Make sure that everybody knows that what he's saying is nothing. That's just, that's just some, you know what I'm saying? That's just some advice. And that's just basic, that's the basic rules of battling. That's a tactic. Yeah. That's a tactic. A lot of niggas be rapidly rapping and don't be saying shit. So make sure that everybody knows they ain't saying shit. Right, because it's not like anybody... It's like it's it's not like nobody is listening to what you're saying. Because yeah, how many because times niggas have been rapping, you be like, "Oh shit, all that shit rhymes," but he ain't said shit. It's been plenty. Yeah, snapping, tapping, 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 tapping. I think we did. We talk about that. We talked about that earlier. Like cats that was using the same flows on every song, just because they the rapper that they listen to and idolize. Use the flow and then they go into their first raps and they record and yeah. Oh man. So no no man 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 and you know. I mean, like turn the corner on that shit, bro. <laughs> shit like this. <laughs> no, for real, that shit just be like a nigga just be running running forward, and then when the bar is over with, they just walk back. To the same place they started, and then just run forward again. <laughs> I did go back to the same place. And then go back to the same spot again. The same spot, not moving the spot that they started from forward. They just go yeah. back to the same spot. Yeah, man. Like turn the corner, bro. I want to hear you in the pocket at some point. Hey, let me <laughs> let me get some sort of emotion off what you're saying, man. Turn the corner on that shit. And a lot of niggas gonna be turning the corner. And they wonder why niggas don't feel their music. Niggas don't feel your music because you don't turn the fucking corner. Just rapping that nigga. And to be honest with you, almost every nigga in this world know how to rap. But there's a few of us out here that listen to a beat and actually want to get into it. Like, enjoy it. Yeah. And, like, enjoy it to be the finer places in it to say different things and use it in different ways and shit. Like, actually enjoy the music. And we can tell the difference between our niggas that don't know the difference. Or we can tell. 
You can fucking tell. <laughs> I swear to God. Because we listening. You can fucking tell, man, because I, I can't listen to that shit and actually feel any 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 certain type of way. Like, I would li- literally listen to a nigga just rapping because, dog, I, I said this shit today. You know how many, how many raps I heard start out with? It had the same premise. Every day of my life was fucked up. Like, every day. Like, oh, man. I, I, I turned myself off from everybody that has put me on a rapper who has the same premise and they content like that. Yeah. Like, everybody came from the struggle. Everybody was broke at some point. Bruh. Everybody didn't have nothing. Man, it can't be that many if you if you rapping. You just you just you just you yeah. just use that 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 type of content for a crutch. I didn't have I mean Plyas went to college, dog. Listen, bro. Plyas went to college. I done had multitudes of hood shit happen to me, man, but in between all that hood shit, some had so much huxable shit happen to me, bro. Like I done had some huxable shit happen. I done had some hood shit happen. I mean, to be honest with you, man, it's not one way or the other. And any nigga that's just sitting around here acting like he's still alive, even though, I don't know, what, Jeffrey Dahmer stole him when he was eight years old or some shit like that? <laughs> Terrible-ass life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, every nigga got this terrible life. Man, you don't know what I've been through type shit. Yeah. Man, bro, I ain't trying to listen to that shit, man. It's just a bunch of niggas. Man, how can you be fucking 21, 22 years old talking about how fucked up your life is, but you got a knot, you got all this money in your hand, you got all this jewelry on all that type of shit, whether that money fake or that jewelry fake or whatever, whatever, however the fuck I even found out who the fuck your name is, nigga, how about you put that same energy into actually being something, because if you just lying and that's not your money, that's not your jewelry and all that type of shit, then... Okay, I'm just feeding into the same madness that everybody else is feeding into by even thinking about you. But if it actually is, and I know for a fact all that shit is temporary, God bless you, young homie. You know what I'm saying? God bless you, bro. Because I don't know what the fuck you think you're supposed to do with $100,000, but I know what the fuck I would do with $100,000. And the damn show ain't goddamn fucking no bitch with a BBL. And goddamn catching the clap and going to jail and getting fucked up on Rico and all that type of thing. It ain't none of that shit. What the fuck? God. Man, nigga, I don't even. I don't even. We miles to get on a different subject. I don't even want to talk about this. But. Yeah, the, the Ali and Vega thing has turned like. It's a battle who does the better, who who's doing the better songs, and I leave my guy, man. So I'm not, you know what I mean. I don't have no real, no real um, uh, ambivalence. I have. It's a lot of ambivalence going on. <laughs> I would just say that you don't have a problem with Ali. Personally. I, don't have, I don't have a problem with Ali personally at all. I, was just I don't saying, think nobody does. I would just say this. I would say that rap, young nigga, rap. And I believe that's all that's been asked. That's been asked. You 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 know, you, you get challenged. You get challenged. 
you get challenged and you either, either you take either you take your competitor, your adversary out rap wise or you relinquish your your title some way. I mean, you still living. You just got a L on your record. The L could stand for living. And that's what I'm understanding out of these out of these raps. They're not trying to destroy each other or themselves, you know. It's like, you know, put your best balls forward. Put your best balls forward and then it grows from putting your best balls forward into putting a song, putting a, a righteous song together and Vega checks all the boxes of that for me. You know it's hard. You know it's hard for me, regardless, bro. You already know it's hard for me, like to really critique rap because because you a rapper. Yeah, so it's really really hard for me because I would I would approach certain things differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like like trying to critique somebody what they should, what, like what they should do, I just be like. I just be, I be wishing, like, nobody fucks with me. You know what I'm saying? I, just, <laughs> I be wishing somebody just get mad at me, like, Jamal, you ain't shit. You can't rap for shit. Like, fuck you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And say some shit about me so I can just make a dope-ass song. I just, nobody does that shit. Yeah. Um. Hey, whoever hears this shit, man, hey, feel free, man. Fuck Jamal. Not a cool-ass dude. Dead stock ain't shit, man. Curse that dude out, man, so I can make a dope-ass this song. But... And no, honestly, I just never realized like how you just don't murk somebody. You just seem like it seems fun to me. Somebody's having fun out of this. It's like ice cream. You know what I mean? Like you don't even know you want it until goddamn somebody offers it to you or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Who and who turns down free ice cream? Who turns down free ice cream, dog? Especially with waffle cone. Just don't, just don't, just don't, just don't, just don't, I'm not going to do it in public. I'm not going to, you're going to eat that ice cream at the house. Why anybody pays this, you might, you know what I'm saying? Hence rap battles, man. You know what I'm saying? These are the best, and niggas... I, I I will be I will be real about this shit. I love the fact that niggas is making actual songs for this stuff. But what I would like to see is niggas just like snap on dope ass classic beat that everybody loves and just snap on that shit. I love when niggas do that shit. Yeah, it ain't happened yet. It ain't happened. It ain't happened yet. It ain't happened here yet. Yeah, yeah, I, it ain't happened yet. I love when niggas snap on the dope ass classic beat. Man. You know what? Like Kika is the only one that did that though. Same. Kind of like in the same Kika. Yeah, Kika Talent. Kika Talent. I've been hearing a lot about that name. I've been hearing that name. I've been snapped, seeing that. I think she snapped on on Hit 'em Up. Yeah, I think she was on Hit 'em Up. Oh yeah, I got to hear that. Yeah, yeah. She I got to hear that. that. She's yeah. from here. Yeah, she from here. She's from Mobile. Yep, she's from here. It puts me in the mind. Dope ass artist. She can sing and rhyme, man. Dope ass artist. Now the dopest, the dopest diss I have heard, probably like the best one. You remember when uh Prime. When Prime murked a uh, milk oh, chamber. Oh, Prime milk, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he dropped a whole video to that. Yeah, he took his time, went up to day six, and did that shit. <laughs> it pops up up on memories. 
sometimes, and I had to bookmark that as yeah. like uh, under my he favorites. Like, he's like the first nigga to use AI to do a fucking diss track. <laughs> and, and he paid for that. And he paid for that video in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did some live. He did. He did something lively. He did some live styling on that one. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was told, I'm really unbiased when deviating and listening to other folks' music. Oh man, put the, put the beats on, put the beats on, I forgot about that. Yeah, (laughs) we was having off the record conversations for folks. Um, I'm really unbiased towards both that are involved. And stuff like I knew nothing about what happened beforehand because I'm just passing by. I'm just scrolling by the uh, post and it's just like, well, it don't concern me. I ain't offended, you know. So once I saw something, because I'm always tuning in my SoundCloud, I seen I seen Vega drop one and let me listen to this and know who he was talking about. Know he was talking about Ali in it. The next thing I know, it's like uh, I get tagged in something. And it's Ali. He tags me. He tags me in the, into the diss. He his response, his response to it, and it's like you know, quote unquote, check on your buddy. And so I like, hmm, you might have some cooking here. And just as fast as it cooked, it was it was a thing. It was a thing, you know. So as, as usual, along the. Uh, Along the rap circuit, people people latch on to a song and then they ask me about it. Like, did you hear this? I'm like, yeah, I did. And it's like, what what is that young man doing? What is that young man thinking? What is that? What is this? And these these is people that talking to me, opinion about it and stuff like that. And then there's the whole spat going on uh, going on Facebook, you know. Each one jumping, each one is uh, each other's post, and then it gets beyond them. It gets to the point to where it's like people that are interested in the songs are tagging me in their posts about the songs. <laughs> and so now a saga is born out of all this that we got to try to make some sense into it so it's like it's just like what you said about you going out and being at certain venues and stuff like that you know you call you know i found i found a way in an opportunity for me to say it today so i could go back home real quick the reluctant warrior bit you know the reluctant warrior so 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 I'm looking at it and i'm going with the post i see ron g is interested i see dre day is not not trying to egg it on or anything, but it has an audience now. Well, so it has an audience now, and it's more people than you thinking is looking at this and hearing. It's like, uh, like, for instance, like, I think, like, a lot of people don't realize how much energy, like, um, how much energy a nigga had to really, really put in. Like, how much energy a nigga really, really had to put in during the RS Battle League days, man, because you had people... Constantly, every day, just throwing jabs at each other on a regular basis. Yeah, it did and, run like that. Too. You know what I'm saying? And you had to manage that shit. You had to make sure that everybody was, was not being so mad to be ready to fight. 
and all that type of shit. It was kind of like being Dana White or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Or, 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 or McMahon or some shit like that. Yeah. That, that, that's how you felt. So you had to manage that shit. So, so like, when niggas be kind of battling, going back and forth and all that type of shit, you got to be on that type of time. You don't, you don't be wanting to take no sides, but at the same time, you want somebody to... You either want to, you want somebody to win big, or you want somebody to win at such a small ass distance that they can keep doing it again over and over again. Yeah. You don't want nobody yeah. to quit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Either have a million rematches, nigga, get knocked out that one time and just be like, fuck it, I don't fuck with it no more. And that's what you want to see because niggas got to breathe out here. Like, niggas got to say who's the liveest and who's the best and whatever, whatever, and whatever, whatever. And that's, and that's fact. Wow. Man, shit. We all got shit to live up to. I'm MC, you MC. We know niggas at MC and all that type of shit. Yeah, I don't like to go out. But, nigga, when I was out, I was out. But I act like I ain't do shit when I was out, nigga. Whoever the fuck think that I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, on some real shit, man, like... You want to say what you what, what you want? Be that. Let's see that. Nobody has a problem with you saying what you are. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody trying to dim. Ain't nobody trying to dim nobody's lights. But at the same time, if we rapping, then we rapping. Man, you come by and beat. Yeah, I rap by a producer around here. That's the whole point. Really That's what though. I'm trying to say. Really though. Really though. Yeah, like really though. You can't say that you great and then not respect the next man for saying the same thing. I mean, I don't, I'm I don't, not I don't. I'm saying that about one person. I'm saying that about everybody. I, that's what my mind is generally for everybody too. You know what I'm saying? My 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 statements are generally for everybody too. You can't come out and say you're the greatest and then you get challenged. And then you don't want to battle. This is this is what the art form. This is what the art form is about. Defend your crown. Defend your crown, man or woman. LL Cool J said it. You know, name the spot. I make a hat for you, bitches. Female rappers too. I don't give a fuck, boo. <laughs> it's universal, and it's universally understood that you got you have something to defend. LL Cool J, I'm hard as hell. Battle anybody, I don't care if you tell. You know? Yeah. I know that's how my, I know that's how my whole shit started. And me and Sweat would talk shit all day, but that's how we met. We met battling each other. Yeah. And um, that shit made made us great friends. But we ain't never. I don't. I don't even know what rap I kicked, and I doubt he remembers which one he kicked. But shit, we respect each other after that. Yeah. And that was that. You know what I mean? Like, shit. To be honest with you, I know I murked that nigga, but that's, that's besides the point. The point was, was that I, to this day, I really don't think it's a nigga that can fuck with me. So I could say the same thing that any nigga could say. The point is, do I really have the time and energy to, to battle all these niggas? Man, yeah. And we, and we, haven't, we haven't even discussed the... The nature of things skill wise Like one rapper raps a certain way The other rapper raps another one Like you know kind of like a Let's just say West Side Gun Versus Razzcast or somebody like that 
you know, as far as that. As far as rhyme, rhyme styles. Man, if you can't rap the way that, if, if, if you can't got that embarrassed, you know, the main thing is to, to just show that you are a better rapper than a nigga. And the best way to show a nigga that you're a better rapper than him is to use his style against him. That's how you already upset a nigga. So anytime a nigga rap a certain type of way, you rap like him and show him that you do that shit better and he'll shut the fuck up. That's one way to shut that shit down. Yeah. The other way is to goddamn just be like, I don't know what the fuck you got going on, but this is how I rap, nigga. Yeah. And then you control the crowd from that standpoint. Yeah. If you don't see that shit, if you don't see the forest for the trees from that shit, and you just rapping based off of whatever the fuck you want to say, you're not battling that nigga. You're battling yourself. You're just rapping. Yeah. That's yeah. what niggas fuck up sometimes. Niggas just get out there and just think that they raps are good enough to make anybody goddamn foe. Hell nah. You gotta be actually rapping against a nigga that you rapping against. And you gotta go for the juggler with that shit. If you're not willing to do that shit, you gonna take out. You gonna fucking take out. Like, I didn't out-rap niggas just because I was a better rapper. And I won those battles. But if I knew what I knew now, I would do. I would have freestyled a little bit more. I would do some personal personals in there and all that type of shit. I would have peeped out what the nigga was wearing. I would have did all that type of shit. I would have made some fun joke that was probably a lie about me fucking this bitch or some shit like that. Like I would have thought about all that shit, but nah. Back in the days, I just used to rap. It's just like, oh shit, I'm just gonna show this thing. But nah, it's, it's a better way to do that shit, but. That's what niggas, I mean, niggas need to learn. You can't teach that shit. You got to understand hip-hop to know that shit. Like, really trying to get underneath somebody's skin. And I promise you this. Somebody battle you and all of a sudden you decide you don't want to rap no more. Somebody got underneath your skin, G. I can't see. I can't see myself saying that shit. Like, I can't front. I, I can't. I can't see myself saying that. Not as an MC. Not as an MC, man. You have to back me way, way, way into the corner. Like, my bitch gotta stop giving me pussy. And all that type of shit. Like, Jamal, for real, you gonna let that nigga do that shit to you? Like, it gotta be that bad. Fuck, like, yo, I don't even rap no more. Like, that's on the verge of not rapping no more. For real. I mean, like. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I not mean, disagreeing with you. I just. After that, it ain't nothing else for me to say because I just really want to end the segment. Yeah. Because you done already gave the rules. You done already gave the rules. Like, like yeah, yeah, you an MC. Wordplay, I call myself the metaphor ambassador, you know? I got a way with words that is better. I feel that it's better than every rapper out there. But you don't, you don't see people taking it that far. It's just like, when Cat was walking around here with the uh, with the WCW World Heavyweight Championship belt, like you seen Ghostface with it, and then you seen Pastor Troy with it, and then it's like you know, you you ain't never seen nobody step up to either one, challenge him for the belt. You know, it's like okay, what you okay, what you the what you the champ of, what you the champ of then. Not in particular those two, but anybody who wanted to follow behind them and say they the champ of this. People got to be scared of you. You got a reputation behind you. Like, people people got to be scared of you, man. And if you don't invoke fear 
into your opponents, or if you don't want to invoke fear as far as MC, like making a song is making a song. That's a beautiful thing, man. That shit ain't about lyrical warfare, this, that, and the other. Nah, there's another part to this shit. You rap. It's the other hip hop side to the shit. It's the U R it's, it's URL type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's, it's the competitive nature of it. It's the slam dunk competition side of the shit. You sit around here and shoot smooth and goddamn have a nice euro step and all that type of shit. But then you got the niggas that want to dunk. And if you want to dunk, nigga, then you got to show you can dunk. If you can't fucking dunk, don't join into that goddamn dunk. Steph Curry is not in the dunk competition, nigga. Okay. And all that. That scenario that you said, MVP, it's all about putting it's all it's all about putting the ball in the hoop, though, right? Yes, but like I said, somebody's out here scoring like five and a half points a night. He could be MVP. <laughs> Steph Curry could be MVP all day, but he's not in the dunk competition. Nah, he he could still score though. He might not even be in the three point competition. But guess where he is at though? Where he is at? Skills challenge. Yep. 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 Niggas always in the skills challenge. So the point is, what the fuck you good at? That's what the fuck you do. Steph Curry, no, he ain't got no business being in the three-point challenge because you know he a good three-point shooter. He ain't got no business being in the dunk challenge because that's not that. He got one dunk, nigga. That's it. You know what I mean? But does he have to prove something? Yes. He has to prove that he's a great point guard. So he has to show dribble skills and passing and all that type of stuff, blah, blah, blah. It ain't just about the three-point so if a nigga's not gonna take up the time and the energy to show everybody what they really, really good at, you'll never win a fucking battle. Cause you gotta be good at something. Especially when it comes to writing. You gotta be on a different type of plane. If you ain't on a different type of plane, don't battle nobody. Cause you gotta be able to talk about everything that that, that nigga every time that nigga fucked up, you should know. Just saying, I would. They would not live in the battle with me. That goes for real shit. I'll be talking about myself and make it seem like I'm talking about that nigga. And then they'll realize that we're both the same type of people. And that's why we're going to dap each other up when it's all done. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And that's how it should be, man. <laughs> that's really how it should be. Ain't nobody trying to whoop nobody's head over, over some rap. Over some rap, over proving how more skillful you are than the next man and stuff, man. It, it's really, it's in between the lines. If you could read in between the lines, you should be able to see that somebody is challenging you to make a better song. It's sharpening, it's sharpening your sword and stuff. You know that you know that that last one, that last one you did wasn't hidden. Go back to the lab. It's all about getting back. To the skill, to the skill, to the art, man. So we can close this. We can close this segment off with this because that's all that's got to be said, man. For real, Dude. ain't no, ain't nobody changing the narrative for nobody. For nobody, it's just what it is. All right. Quick listen. Hold on, I started wrong. Hold on, let me start that over. Right now we're doing do we're gonna do a quick listen to some things. Um in reference to the last segment, 
Vega with the most recent response to this whole Ali versus Vega thing and uh gotta talk about it. Gotta talk about it real quick. We're gonna play like a good thirty seconds to a minute of it. Why I do that? Hold on. Yeah, we're gonna play like thirty seconds of this and then That's all I'm going to play of that. That's all I'm going to play of that one because it gets heavier in the sec- in the second verse. But y'all can listen to that. Look up Trey Vega on SoundCloud. You'll find more than just that song right there. You'll find like an impeccable, in my, in my opinion, in my word, in my knowledge, impeccable type projects that have set a standard for lyrics and music in the city of Mobile, Alabama. And the Gulf Coast, might I add. Um and that's and that's why that type that's why that type of competition is so fucking dope because imagine I mean, I've been kicking with you for, for the longest and I ain't even peeped out in the homeboy music until now. So that's what all this stuff is supposed to be about. That and, and that's what it goes to. That's like that's also with with the drive to make the better songs, it opens it opens your catalog of what you have up to a whole new audience who hadn't heard you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and that's that's to me that's that's the most important part to it. Yeah. So that was a real quick listen. Everybody be worried about whether everybody gonna like you. Think about fuck if everybody like you. Think about the one person that really likes you second person that really really fuck with you yeah whether you think you're the underdog or the winner or anything like that it's gonna be somebody hear your music and like oh i fuck with that shit uh-huh and that's what you should be looking for exactly i said what i said <laughs> <laughs> now i wonder okay she ain't put she ain't put that project out on my next one is uh let's see what i go to Alright, what I'm gonna do is log out of this. Bear with me, people. We got this uh Mika Frost dropped. Out with the old. We're gonna we gonna, we gonna you know shout out to Mika Frost. She um uh, Hey there, there's uh okay. YouTube. She just dropped this, so she just dropped this Friday. And we're going to pull this up and listen to like maybe 30 seconds of three songs. 
Okay. Unfortunately, homegirl, man, like she, man. She made she, my she, list. She, she's so underrated as an MC. It's ridiculous, but I don't think she underrated. I just think it's hard for somebody to break through as a female that's not really, really giving you what the other, like, I mean, come on, man. Didn't, didn't like Sukiana go like viral for just talking about eating ass and shit like that? <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, you talking about somebody that really, really appreciates music and really wants to make great music, and that's what she's trying to do. And that's not even trying, but succeeding at it. Yeah, man, you got to get that shit prompt. You got to pay special attention to it. <clears throat> oh, yeah, let me sign. Let me sign in. Mika Frost in a minute. I'm about to type something wrong. But yeah, Mika has made it effortlessly on my list of favorite women out of Mobile. For some reason, there's a lot of women in Mobile that can rap or do poetry. Definitely. Bear with me for a quick second, y'all. Just just a little bit more. Nah, nah, nah. I just had to do this. All right. All right. Now we got something. Okay, Mika Frost. I wonder where to bring. Oh, let's type in. Uh, type in the project. Hmm, I might have to go on something else. Uh, Let's see. I got. I mean, I got. You know what? Boom! I'm looking at the wrong thing. Because <laughs> I know I had it on here. Yeah, I was playing it. All right. Uh, let's listen to this. I'm gonna get. I seen. I heard something. I heard something. I like. I like candy. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. What's the one? All right. Let's just play the intro. Play the intro. Bounce back.
use them on you quick if you let them. Tell you what you want to hit and switch it up and judge them. Promises are forever like smoke in the wind. When they turn on your faster than revolving door spin. Everybody leaving, got no time to get attached. Still got open wounds and scabs in my back on the stairs. Grew up on the wheel, Uncle Limo, we should dare. Closest things to father figures I ever had. She, just five years ago, was on the mega bus. Not a dollar in my pocket, all one piece of luggage. Nigga put his hands on me and I ain't even touch him, but that's for another record. This right here is just a nugget about how I came back from nothing. Grabs in the bucket, trying to keep my way up from something. Hiding the pain and suffering, put a mic down. Had the hustle, trying to stay alive. Seven days, 12 hour shifts, fucking out of five. Whole time, watching everybody else shine. While I'm living check to check, trying to make a dollar out of dime. Without doing something, let me my mama turn in a grave. I don't want to war shows without love turning to hate. Cause I'm supposed to be on that stage, which mad at God. Had to pray and refocus my rage and realize that what he made. And that was the intro. Yeah. That was the intro, bounce and, back. And you got to love that shit, man, because regardless, the one thing I always loved about Mika, man, is that regardless of the fact, you can listen to her rapping in, in the beginning and she walk you through her whole process of how she really, 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 really feel. By the time you get through listening to a song from her, you kind of feel like you know her a little bit. I always loved that about her as a writer, man. Like, yeah. She's been really, really dope as a writer with that. Like, you, when you get through listening to her song, in the beginning, she's not just in your face. She's just talking. And then by the time it's over with, you feel like, yo, that's my home. Right. That, that's, 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 that's a dope-ass place. That's a mark of a good artist, too. Yeah, it really is. Really that's a mark is. of a good artist. Let's see. Shout out to her for always pulling that off. Let's see. I think I'm going to play I'm gonna play this one, play radar. Yeah. Motherfucker be worried about what the fuck. Yeah, I got you going on. Bitch. Yeah. You worry about yourself. You bitches ain't seeing me. Yeah. That shit rides. That shit rides. Now, um, for the last one, what is the song? Because I seen DJ October talking about she outboard. She outboard Ghost. She outboard Ghost Faith. I don't even know. Let's see. I'm going to have to find it. I'm going to have to find it. I'm going to put till I can't remember then. Yeah. 
Cause this will be the three song limit right here, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, three songs, thirty seconds, you know. And you know what? I don't think it's this song. I don't think this is, you know, that's that's like that beat right there reminds me of just like Mobile. It's a lot of Mobile artists try to come up with that sound right there. And I know she probably aced that, aced that test right there. But we go. Yeah, uh, we're gonna play this one. I've heard this one before. I've heard that one before. Okay. Go with this one. And you know what? I, I think I want to play Benji's. She gave you 13. Yeah. She gave you 13 joints on that one. You know. I zoned out for a minute on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> when she goes into the double time flow and, and, and the tempos like that, like, she be acing the test on each song on here. And I just went past, like, Radar was, like, really, like, the last song. And that's song number seven that I started, you know, attempted to listen to. The way I feel, like, even if you listen to the whole album, you're gonna find something on there that fits inside your rotation. She got, she got, she got, she got, she got, she got bars in there that you could quote some stuff that could stick with you, or uh, even if you didn't go through it, some familiar territory as far as like the content. But that's like, I mean, I, that's one, like one thing. Always the one thing I always love about Frost is that I don't have to look at her album like that's a chick rapper. I, I look at it like a rapper. Right? Right, uh, like, uh, yeah, I, I okay. I just think, like, yo, this chick just dropped the album, man. That's that's cool for a chick album. Nah, I just be like, yo, I already know she's from Spit, so I'm trying to pick out five songs and pick out songs I know I'm going to rock with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm something like that. There's a lot of female rappers that's like that, but something that's not, but, you know. Yeah. But the ones that, the ones that are, like, you don't even really look at them like, oh, that's a chick song. Nah, it's just like, yo. Nah, nah, you really don't. It's just a dope album. I mean, it's, a, it's just a dope song, and you don't think of it from that standpoint. And it's cool when females, it's cool when women and men can make songs that, that seem like it's for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, Mika Frost out with the old. This is a project um, that she's released just to empty out the vault. You know, she put together with the intro and the outro. It makes it makes 13, 13 tracks on there. And then um, she's going to come out with a new project to show where she's at late on this year. Um, it's worth listening to from just like the couple of songs I played. Uh, I like what I heard, what I was hearing on the way here to record the podcast. Um, it's going to be another one. There's going to be another one from Mobile. So Mobile should, the city of Mobile should take heed because she's like, She's not living here anymore. She's out. Yeah, she's I'm out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, man, you got to do it. You got to give us a dead stops, real nigga rules for living a for living a righteous life. Um, <laughs> you know, you got to give us you got to give us some old morals for the so we can close we can close the all episode right, off, all man. Right, all right, all right. Well, I will say, I, I will say, I will say this. On some real shit, nine times out of ten, man, everybody in this whole entire world, they're only lying to you because they feel like you cannot deal with the truth. If you open yourself up to that shit, if you open yourself up to being able to accept honestly, then you don't have to worry about people lying to you. They're not lying to you because they're weak. They're lying to you because they think you're weak. So, if you show your strength, people will be honest with you. And that's basically what I have to say about that because, to be honest with you, a lot of people feel like folks are taking advantage of them for whatever reason. But they're not really taking advantage of you because they think that you're fucking weak. They're taking advantage of you. I mean, they're not taking advantage of you because they, they're scared or whatever, whatever. they just scared to hurt your feelings. Don't let people... Be scared to hurt your feelings. Encourage them to hurt your feelings. Let them be honest with you. Therefore, you can be honest with them back, and I guarantee you that life will be a better place when everybody is being 100% honest with one another and not worried about getting their feelings hurt. So I don't really have to say right now. I think I think that's enough. That'll do. That'll do it, like you know. Uh, and salute, man. Peace to the gods, man. Stay in the square, man. For real, for real, man. That's it. You know what I mean, just peace to the gods and the earth, man. Y'all women do better. Y'all niggas know better. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's it. That's it. Yo, <laughs> sign it off. Dead Stock J. Cool, Curtis Metcalf. Fresh from my fresh podcast. We in season five, y'all. Y'all send some y'all send some donations to uh dollar sign Durio Moore. That's dollar sign capital D lowercase U R I E L M O O R E the Cash App, you know. Send some donations to uh cause I am soon to be enhancing the podcast. Where it can sound better. You know. Right now I'm still talking to you through the iPhone. There's gonna be some it's gonna be some gear. It's gonna be a big thing later on, like within, I'll say about two or three more episodes of this and stuff. So, and of course, I always support my sponsors. Uh, the House of Eight Stacks, Eightstacks.com. Uh, the House of Eight Stacks is the only art 
art gallery that's in the mall and the only independent art installation in the city of Mobile where local artists can uh, find membership and post and display their art, their art, you know, any age. Um, you can also learn other things. You can learn more intuitive things about uh, artificial intelligence. Um, what's the what's the other thing? Kinds of does the uh, I don't forgot oh, what it was. Yeah, yeah, was. Augmented reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got augmented reality, animation, anything that has to do with art. You want to be there. Um, it's been really busy as of late uh poetry we 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 had uh we had uh one set of huggy bears huggy bear the poet um birthday bash he does it he does it every year in may that was dope that was dope yeah uh and plus the world of poetry the whole poetry world is welcome to um to the house of eight steps we'd have had uh we'd have had queen black the poet in there we'd have had uh k marie we'd have had members of black on black rhyme up in there we didn't had uh a ward a ward who's just like a renaissance man he's there um dead stock j hosted many times i've hosted many times and you know we really need your support uh you can get at the house of ass dot com. he's uh he's got a patreon right there uh i know membership is like uh like a hundred a hundred a year yeah but you going you're gonna get all the needed details of everything updates and everything you know put your kids on to it if you anybody who's listening to this uh even if you from out of state even if you're outside of alabama the shops at bella mall is the meeting place for this type of thing so the house of eight states is going strong been in business for a year now uh, about a year and a couple months now it's, it's really a good thing uh, last time one of the last couple of the last times I've been there it uh, the artists dropped their artwork there joined the membership so now they're in it and their art is on display uh, you know uh, just just come just come through and be, get a get a different view of Mobile that you that you haven't been getting you know Yes, yes, like Con, uh, A Style Eight Thousand has uh he has done a mural. He has done murals more than three. You know what I'm saying? On uh down on the uh, the uh, art museum on Contact Street, he done had his uh exhibit in there. You know, um the uh, the FKIT. This is just a uh, another artist that's really out there trying to make it and make it he's he's taught he's taught art classes at ariel holloway at mains uh you know some some other troubled students at these schools that are that are failing and stuff man like really and really try to work with mobile county public school system in the art program because you know they you know you know they don't invest in the art programs or the music programs and that's the whole point, right? Yes, the point, we do. The point, the point is for us to be proactive, man, in the community. Especially, especially for, for um, the thing is that we, we all live art. What we're doing right now is just trying to bring art and culture to everybody. That's the reason why we play music. That's the reason why we talk about the things that we talk about. And if you don't want to do that um, online and you want to do it in person and you want to meet people and enjoy people, 
the outside stacks is the place for that. That's when you actually form some bonds and relationships with folks. And, um, hey, you can listen to this or you can just show up. I think that's all needs to be said, man. We didn't gave them all the needed. We didn't gave them all of what's needed in this episode. So, once again, for Dead Stop J, I start to say Cut Master, <laughs> Curtis Metcalf, Fresh from My Fresh, yeah. <laughs> Season 5. Peace, man. <laughs>